Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. By the way, we just found out. We just found out that it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wish that ESPN concentrate only on sports and never say another word about anything political. So, wow. Yeah, I think that's going to be done now because you can't go against a dying wish. And we found out, I mean, she just said that as her dying wish. Well, that's good to know. According to some reports. Mm-hmm. And so it's out there now. Uh, so they can't do it anymore at ESPN. I want it to stop. By the way, uh, I guess we lead with our mistakes, mm-hmm. right? Even though Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wish actually led the show. Uh, but the <laughs> very next thing <laughs> yeah. is our mistake yesterday. <clears throat> On the uh, on the Biden Talamundo Maria Talamundo Manawaniarawa. That's good. No, that's good stuff. Right so there. Biden's looking over to the left, and we thought he was looking at a uh, at a teleprompter. And this was reported everywhere, by the way. Yeah, like this. So it wasn't just us, but still. Yeah. Uh, I wish we would have seen the whole thing first because mm-hmm. it's kind of obvious afterwards. That he's looking at the monitor. Can we show the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, So here it is. He's looking at the monitor Uh, as somebody's asking a question. uh, Actually, when we announced that we were going to be speaking with you, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. Telemundo viewers uh, were interested in asking you questions. And I think it'd be great if they could uh, address you and and ask some of the first questions. And you look at here. Noticias. (laughs) Telemundo. Senor Biden. Mr. Biden. You and Obama are responsible for a so he's watching okay. a tape. number so of he's watching a video. How can you guarantee us that this will not continue happening in our communities? It took uh, much too long to get it right. He's talking. By the way, we the can't fact. guarantee anything Period. in the community. Number one. There's no guarantees. Number in life. two, but no guarantees. Compared to where we by are the way, today, and look. Can you pause this for a second? He's talking to a paused video right now. <laughs> yes, I love that. Let's point I that out. That. He the, yeah. the video pauses. She's done talking mm-hmm. and he's staring right at the monitor talking to her. <laughs> like that which again. This is why he says I lost some, her. Some cognitive. Yeah, right. I lost the line. Right. Yeah, hey, did you know we paused a person? Uh <sighs> Joe <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? We actually paused a person. And watch, he keeps talking, <laughs> and then at one point he goes... I, I, I lost her. I you lost the line. I lost yeah. the line. And yeah. that's what he thought he was connected to her yeah. live. But we thought he was looking at the monitor to, for the questions, uh, and, to answer the questions. He wasn't. And who knows, though? Maybe they but, put up some yeah, words I don't for him after the video. We it's no possible. Idea. Don't put anything past him, but it wasn't what we thought it was, yeah. which kind of pisses me off. Yeah. But still. Because what we thought it was was absolute proof. Yeah. Because you know he does. You know he uses a monitor. Oh, that's right. Uh, totally. During interviews. You know he does. How many times? Remember now, his own staff has been asked, does he use a teleprompter during interviews? And they refuse to answer. And we know that he has. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. <sighs> and his spokesperson was so pissed off mm-hmm. when Brett Bear asked about it. And so indignant. Oh, I'm not going to even qualify that with an answer. Okay, whatever. But remember that. I mean, you you had the reflection that you brought in, the uh-huh. reflection in the in the. Oh, thing, right, right, right. And we had um, uh, where he said, "Move it up." Yes. For an answer, he was trying to give yes. to someone just like this a taped so, thing. I mean, there's still a ton of evidence. Absolutely, there is. But yeah. <sighs> By the way, we just got notification. It was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wish. 
that we stop uh, the COVID-19 lockdowns and mask-wearing madness. It was her dying wish. Stop the madness, she said. Did she really? Yeah. Yeah. According to some reports uh, from family members that were there. Some reports. Yeah. Some reports said that it was her dying wish. And so I think we should. I think we should stop the madness. Right, right. And and if you do see... we should. If you you see um, someone that isn't in compliance with Mm -hmm. one of these ridiculous... Uh, author, uh, I can't even say authoritarian it. authoritarian mandates that, mm-hmm. that are that are just uh, an oh my gosh yeah uh, we got to get into some of those yes Rob found a hotline that you can call it was right there if you see someone not wearing a mask <laughs> <laughs> okay eight six seven five three zero nine that's an easy number to remember because it was Jenny's you called that it, it was Jenny's number and uh, I mean you want to add your local yeah. area code yes. Yes, you do. Obviously, it'll be ridiculous. I use that number, I can't tell you how often, several times a week at the grocery store, 867-5309. 817-867-5309. Again, again, someone needs to cash in these points. I know. Because you might have a new car waiting for you. <laughs> I know. If you're the person that goes in and goes, you know what, I want to apply whatever credits I have for... Eight six seven five three zero nine. I wonder who's the person who really has that account. And no, it doesn't matter. Like doesn't. you just say that you're them. Yeah, I'm. In hi, fact, I need I'm to here. make a note here. Here for my points. So you <laughs> and report back. See how it goes. See what kind of discount you. I get. don't know that you get any points though at Kroger. Do you get any? Points? Yeah, man. That's how you Do get you? gas. Oh, okay. That's how you get cheap fuel. True. That's how I yeah. got uh, when when the price of gas tanked down and I applied my Kroger points. Mm-hmm. I tweeted out a picture of it a long time ago. I think I got gas for literally 25 cents that day, a gallon. Oh, nice. Oh, that was fun. That yeah, was that's a gr- good that's day, and I had to fill up. I think it was it was less than five bucks to fill up my trunk. I like it. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, so somebody can claim those points. <laughs> uh, 888-933-93, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, all right, so we took care of the Biden mess. Uh, there are many other messes, like in Ohio. What is what is going on in Ohio with the arrests over not wearing a mask? Um, I'm not sure if we have the video ready yet. I, I think that is one that we're still waiting for. Okay. <clears throat> Last I of heard. course, because we were just right. about to go to it. Now, we do have the Idaho one. Do you want that? Because yeah, it's let's happening show everywhere now. It's yeah. This is Moscow, Idaho. Mm-hmm. Moscow, Idaho, the, uh, the home of the Vandals. How ironic, right? University of Idaho Vandals mm-hmm. uh, in Moscow, Idaho. They're making arrests because people were singing without a mask. No, no. Always trust in chariots and others trust in. Guy's not fighting. He's not resisting. Uh-huh. Completely complying. You know here, what? Here, this is a good indication for people on how not to get a beat down. Or shot in the back seven times. You know why they picked him out of the crown? Because he's uh, he's a he's running against one of the city council members yeah. or the mayor, something uh, city, to that yeah, effect, city right? Yeah. City council. Yeah, they, they picked out. See, nobody has a mask on, but they only picked out a few of them to arrest, and he's one of them. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at all the people without masks. So that is the reason they're yes, they're detaining they him properly, social distancing. And not wearing masks. Why are they outside singing? What is that about? I guess to make a point. Uh, hey, look, about masks? Yeah, we're going to get together. Oh, okay. Hey, we don't do this to BLM, guys. Yep. Oh, nice. That's a great point. Yep. <laughs> I mean, 
But it's not like they've been and doing anything. Doing this, <clears throat> right. And doing this kind of crap for the mayor <clears throat> is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. You guys are stronger right. than us. You're more Shouldn't be doing this. You guys are tough people. This is wrong. This is wrong. But I love how calm they are and how polite they are. They're just telling them this is wrong. This is, you know, it's un-American. And you guys are better this than this. madness, man. It is madness. Madness. Uh, wait till we show you the other one in Ohio with the, the woman who drives... Didn't she drive an hour and a half? Yeah, she to wanted see to see her, her seventh grade seventh son grade son's play football, football game in another town, and she's sitting there in the stands. Yeah, and a cop approaches her. Doesn't, as far as you can tell, doesn't give her a warning. Doesn't really say, uh, "Okay, you you have the right. You can leave right now." He just starts attacking her and trying to cuff her immediately, and winds up tasing her handcuffing her and then they they drag her out of this mm-hmm. out of the stance because yeah. she's not wearing a mask yeah. not wearing a mask stick around for that because you see the the singing there just think about that it just seems like such a normal americana situation no but you're spitting People all over sing. the place you're, you're, you're spitting all over the place yes. right but it just seems like spitting it spitting all over the place and then then you mix in uh, <clears throat> these uh, wonderful measures of dragging people away in handcuffs. Love it. And by I the way, it. congratulations. Uh, <clears throat> someone made me aware. Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, there's now a mandate in your town if you have uh, a large crowd at your house uh, on your personal private property. If they're not wearing masks, you too could be hauled off uh, to the pokey. Oh, so they'll kick down your door <clears throat> and uh, drag you out of your own home. That'll be great. If you're not wearing a mask, that's that's perfect. Seems reasonable, right? It seems perfectly. It seems totally American. If you don't push back right now, this is it's over. your new America. Seriously, over. I mean, America is over if we don't push back on this. You can't arrest people for not wearing a mask. It's happening. When did this start in America? We've heard about this all over the world, but not here. I mean, they were doing this in Canada. They were doing this in Australia. Uh, they were doing it in Europe. But we weren't arresting people for not wearing a mask before. Now, all of a sudden, we're arresting people for not wearing a mask? As the stupid virus is getting actually weaker and less virulent, now we're arresting people for not wearing a mask. I don't challenge their power, man. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Of course, we say that all the time. <laughs> Here we go. I don't think it means what you think it means. Yeah, so, I mean. Believe it. And if people it. don't start standing up and pushing back, this is going to be the way it is. It is. We'll play that, uh, we'll play that for you uh, because uh, it, it's, it's amazing. It, it's amazing. The, uh, the video from Ohio. Uh, also, last night... Speaking of this not being America anymore, um, because of the ruling by the Kentucky Grand Jury that they only indicted one of the uh, Louisville police officers, two of them were not indicted. One of them was, and he was indicted not because of uh, shooting Breonna Taylor, but he shot into another apartment. Uh, So, of course, there's rioting again in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Now... The Breonna Taylor shooting is interesting because um, they were shot at. In fact, one of the police officers was actually shot. Now, they kicked down the door in one of those 
no-knock warrant things, which we can talk about whether or not that's appropriate. I don't think it is. Maybe they should stop doing that, uh, and we wouldn't have problems like this. But it was a a legal no-knock warrant. Uh, They busted in. They were shot at. They returned fire, and Breonna Taylor was killed. That had nothing to do with race. That had nothing. They didn't even know the race of the people that were shooting at them. They had no idea. They shot through the door. There was a wall and a door between them. Had no idea. They're black, white, red, brown, purple. They didn't know. So that's why they weren't indicted. They uh, they returned fire after one of the officers was shot. So two police officers were shot in Louisville, Kentucky last night. They're, I think they're both in stable condition today. Uh, so hopefully they're not uh, their lives are not threatened at this particular point. Um, and these were spontaneous, right? These were just um, reactions to just a spontaneous grassroots sure. uh, response to what happened. Yes. Well, that and there was some U-Haul deliveries of riot supplies. Sorry. Uh, to Louisville. Uh, there's the U-Haul. And let's see, what are they taking out of the U-Haul? Abolish the police. Gigantic abolish the police sign that was already pre-done for them. Ready-made sign. Abolish the pole ice? Is that why why was there... Why was there parentheses around ice in police? Immigration and customs? (laughs) Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, but all these people right. happen to know that the U-Haul delivery is there. And what else is in that truck? Uh, riot gear. Oh. Yeah, they had some riot gear, like for, the police have. For the spontaneous... Yes, grassroots... Grassroots. Uh, ...display of, you know, just protest. Protest. They're just protest. Peaceful. Mo- mostly peaceful. Mostly. Thank you. Mostly peaceful. Now, uh, CNN... Well, here's how they described it. Alex, you have been marching with the protest. Although this wasn't... This wasn't in Louisville. This was in uh, D.C. last night. So, okay. I mean, riots broke out all over the country again, and CNN was in Washington, D.C. Alex, you have been marching with the protesters. What are you seeing? What are you hearing from these protesters? I love this description. Protesters? Check this out. What are they saying about this verdict? Well, Don, we've been marching with these protesters from the White House for about an hour, and i got to tell you, just since you got on the mm. air in the last few moments, this has taken a turn for a much more violent march. I just want... Okay, keep that in mind. It's taken a turn for a much more violent march. Adolfo, to turn around here, this is the line of riot police. Until now, we have not seen mm. police in this kind of gear, and that has really indicated that there has been a significant escalation uh, in just the last few moments. Now, the protesters have started going down this way in response. It's unclear what prompted this police response. Until now, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's been peaceful, mm-hmm. but it hasn't quite been violent. Since- well, wait a minute. You just said it was much more violent. Now you're going to say it's... <laughs> Then he caught himself. Uh Wait a minute. I'm not supposed to say it's violent. Uh, So I'm not going to say it's peaceful because it isn't, but I'm not going to say it's violent either. Okay. Leaving the... Adolfo, follow me down here. Since leaving the White House, where it was a quiet, somber, more peaceful march, these protesters, uh, scores of them have been marching through 
some of the nicer parts of D.C., mm. through neighborhoods where there are restaurants mm -hmm. and bars and apartments, uh, chanting all sorts of things, anti-gentrification slogans, <laughs> anti-police anti slogans. Anti-gentrification uh, slogans. Some have been banging on, right. uh, <laughs> on street signs with batons and bats. Uh -huh. Fireworks have been, have been fired off. We've seen graffiti sprayed uh, mm. on a variety of buildings and even seen an Antifa flag clearly being no. flown Antifa and waved there? at the front uh. of the march. We are now at the hmm. back of the march. Again, Don, we started with this march at the White House about an hour ago. Mm -hmm. We are now in Adams Morgan. I see. Um, there had, until about five minutes ago, not been any confrontation with the police, the police allowing this crowd to essentially go wherever they wanted to escort them. You can see here, they're policemen on bikes. They are not in riot gear. But Don, as you know, there is a point, usually in these protests, where you wonder which way is it going to go? Is it going to stay what? peaceful you do or relatively quiet, which huh. it had been? Uh -huh. Or is it going to get violent, which we have just seen indications of? You... For now, this crowd continuing to walk what? through Adams Morgan here in Washington, D.C., Don. So right where you are now, I mean, it doesn't look particularly violent. It does look like there is... Uh, Don, Don breaks in to make sure that once again we say it doesn't look particularly violent. Right, he's he's got to make that point <laughs> once again. Chaos uh, there, Alex. It is chaos, um, but it's is not there violent. A, a stronger presence of police or response from police? Talk to me about that. Talk to him about it. Yeah, it had Alex. been much stronger, and the reason that it looks quieter is frankly because the march had moved on as the police moved in. Um, the police were chanting, move back, mm -hmm. and move back they did. Uh, this, the, the crowd certainly has shown no sign of dissipating or going home. They are just moving on. They did not engage with the police. Uh, we did see uh, one uh, young man. This guy's completely out of breath. I was going to say, he is out of shape. Yeah, first of all, he's walking with <laughs> he's walking with the protesters. But secondly, he's wearing a freaking mask. Oh, no. Oh, no. Which makes it a little harder to breathe. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean he doesn't on. want to get arrested. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the Antifa is not going to get arrested, but no, you don't wear but, a mask. Right, he could. Game over. Exactly. And I believe taken into custody. Um, <gasps> but other than that... There, has not, there have not been violent altercations with the police. The police are not wearing gas masks, which is usually a sign that they, at least for now, are not planning on firing tear gas. But then the take yours off. I'm going to lay down for a minute, Don. I'm wearing this mask, and it's suffocating me right now. themselves, as we left the White House, they did start putting on helmets and goggles. <laughs> okay. And start talking about keeping a tight group. Um and frankly, talk, talking about marching tactics. So it's clear, down. at least, they thought there was a possibility that things could turn violent. We'll certainly see where that goes. For now, the march is continuing. Don? All right. Alex Marquardt, uh, we'll get back to you. Alex, stay but, safe. But again, but again, Alex, it's mostly peaceful, right? I mean, we want to make that clear. It's, it's mostly peaceful. <laughs> I mean, just listen to that guy wear me out, you know? Sit down. <laughs> Sit down for a minute. Somebody get that reporter a bottle of water or something, Take man. off the stupid mask Gosh. while you're doing the report, for the love of heaven. All right, let me tell you about Keeps. Uh, if you notice that your hair is starting to thin out, or maybe you've even got some bald spots going on now, uh, especially in the back of your head. Ah! There is something you could do about it. You don't have to go to the doctor and get a hair loss treatment prescription, then go to the pharmacy, spend a fortune trying to get the name brand prescription. Instead, go online, do this at home, and take care of it all at keeps.com slash pad. 
Go there, answer a few questions, snap some pictures of your hair. Then a licensed doctor reviews all your information and recommends the right hair loss treatment for you. And they'll prescribe the generic version, which saves you about 50%. So don't make an unnecessary trip to the doctor. And then the drugstore, when you can do it all from home. Plus, we'll get you started with a special deal. Go to keeps.com slash pat, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash pat, and you'll get 50% off your first order of Keeps hair loss treatment. 50% off your first order. Keeps.com slash pat. That's keeps.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, so the police weren't in riot gear in Washington, D.C., but they certainly were in Louisville, Kentucky last night because uh, things were ugly there. After, after the uh, grand jury did not indict two of the three officers involved in the shooting of Breonna Taylor. And again, we should mention that the police deny that it was a no-knock warrant. Now, I think that it's the, uh, I mean, the, the boyfriend of Breonna Taylor said it was no-knock. He said, but they, but they deny that. Anyway, mm-hmm. we should look into whether or not you should do the uh, busting into people's home in the middle of the night thing. Um, I, it's just for the safety of the officers as well as the people involved uh, inside the house. In, in, in case you're in the wrong place or there's nothing going on there, uh, apparently these two were asleep, right, in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. or at least in bed in the middle of the night. So uh, that's one that that is something that I think you could revisit. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. But when you start returning fire through a door, um, <clears throat> you don't know first of all the race of the people inside, and secondly, you're not going to ask a lot of questions once people start shooting you through the door so they were firing through the door and then the police fired through the door nobody knew the race of the other people involved in the shootout so the uh riot has erupted again uh a u-haul shows up and starts dispensing riot gear to the protesters who's funding that who's paying for the riot gear who's paying for the u-haul who's Paying for all the signage that they took out of it. The gigantic signs that they pulled out of the back of that U-Haul. Hmm. What is going on here? And why isn't CNN looking at that? Oh, God. Yeah. Sure. Whether they're mostly peaceful protests or not, somebody is uh, outfitting the protesters with signage and uh, riot gear. And I don't know, maybe you could look into it. So the uh, there were two police officers shot last night. There was, uh, there was a police officer hit in the head with a metal baseball bat. Fortunately, take a look at this. Fortunately, he had a uh, pretty good protective helmet on, it seems. Watch this. So the police officer's been knocked down on his bike. Somebody comes up behind him. And beats him in the head with a baseball bat. But it didn't look like it phased him too much because he had a helmet on. Uh, although that, you know, you could still have a concussion from that. Yeah. I wow. mean, if that if he didn't have that helmet on, that guy could have been killed with that with that shot the guy just took at him. 
just walked up behind him and swung the baseball bat full full speed, hit him right in the back of the head. I just and that I mean nothing happened to him. The cop just uh, left, took off. Yeah, because he didn't want to get hit again. And it looked like he just had pepper spray with it. These scenes are becoming way too frequent in this country. I mean, nobody's nobody's suffering the consequences, or very few are suffering the consequences for these attacks on police yeah. and innocent bystanders. But but to the guy who swung the baseball bat's credit, he was wearing a face covering. Right, he was. So he was That's social right. distance. He's probably and he had he had ride gear on. Sure. I mean, so, look at that again. The guy who walks up behind him looks like it might be one of the police officers because he's outfitted in riot gear. Watch this. Boom. Yeah, he's got a gas mask on. Looks like he might have a flak jacket on. Thank God that helmet is what I it know. Is. I know. Uh, unbelievable. Because that, that's just that's a chilling scene uh, where the cop could have been killed. He could have had his skull split open right there. Uh, and they don't care. They just don't care. We've got another uh, little uh, little altercation, a little get-together from Antifa uh, protesters in Denver, Colorado. I mean, this was taking place all over the country last right. night. Mm-hmm. It's just refired this whole thing. The uh, the decision of the grand jury in and Louisville it, has sparked it everywhere. It doesn't matter what the grand doesn't. jury said. That's true. They, they, they were there to riot regardless. <laughs> and uh, they're telling us about it. I mean, they're just... These are opportunists just taking advantage of the situation right now to bring about massive change in the United States of America and to bring down this country. Uh, here is some... Antifa douchebag <laughs> on the streets of Denver talking about sedition. And a crowd is gathered and cheering him. Some of you guys are lucky enough that it didn't take you over. So you're out here doing the only thing you know how to do. Just fight back. Woo! We need to take back. Woo! Yeah! Every aspect of our lives. We know if we go toe to toe, we may be outgunned. We don't have the tactics or the weapons to fight these cops toe-to-toe. It would end in tragedy. Yeah! We got the passion! But guess what? what? You throw sand in the gear, it slows down. Sometimes it exposes something. <laughs> this is a resistance. Yeah. This is a revolution. Oh. Mm. Fascinating. It's a resistance. It's a revolution. I mean, is it... Is there any doubt anymore? What what's going on here? It really begins when you're not side by side with a homie with a shield. It starts when there's no umbrellas. It is just you and someone else that needs help. Jeez. And a pop. And you tell that pig that you're gonna hold him accountable. Because you know for damn sure the pigs ain't hold themselves accountable. Uh, I believe that's some white douchebag as well. We need mutual aid. We help our own community. Because we know they are helping us. Just a revolutionary. Some anarchist. We don't just need to change these cops. All right. It's got nothing to do. It's got nothing to do with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Mm -mm. or anybody else who's been killed by police or uh, has been brutalized in some way by, by Whitey. Has nothing to do with that. 
these are just revolutionaries and they're opportunists and they see a chance and they're they're going for it right now it's really chilling yeah and you ask the question who paid for that Mm u-haul that was unloading a bunch of fun riot gear and signs and stuff like that and a lot of blogs are reporting that uh uh an individual um who is driving that truck Mm -hmm. is connected to the bail project which is uh apparently has ties with guess who guess who guess who guess who George Soros. Oh, wow. What does he win? Just Check right out. out of the blue. Just bang. <laughs> yeah. I love this. Though. Wow. Yeah, the so. bail project. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've raised a lot of money. I mean, didn't Kamala Harris try to get people to yeah, that's right. contribute to that fund? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love this. this. This lady, Holly Zoller, who they're saying was the driver. Um, if you look her up, uh, <clears throat> she is the founding organizer and board member of Louisville Books to Prisoners, a nonprofit organization aimed at putting books into the hands of people living behind bars. And she also coordinates uh, volunteers for Food Not Bombs, which is another oh, fun group. Wonderful Food Not Bombs. Food Not Bombs. That's great. Yeah. So, but before all this, before <laughs> all, all of her activism aside, she uh, also uh, uh, used to own a gardening company. Oh, how beautiful! Polly Zoller. Isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. That's great. Wonder what kind of plants? Food she not grew. bombs. You know what's lovely about these uh, all these peacefully named organizations? They're almost always communists, right? Almost always mm-hmm. communists. So are, food not bombs. Oh, so you're for bombs? <laughs> Actually, in certain circumstances, yes. Yes. Every once in a while, yes. Uh, all right. Not bombs. Glenn had a great uh, special again last night. Speaking of revolution, the revolution playbook. Uh, we're going to play some clips from that next. Pat Gray Unleashed. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze. 888 uh, Also add Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You're going to give that lady a complex <laughs> that introduces you. Keep picking on her. Uh, all right. <laughs> All hell broke loose again last night. Uh, the grand jury returned uh, no indictments for the uh, cops on the Breonna Taylor uh, situation. Mm-hmm. It, they, they, they did return an indictment for one of the cops, but it was for some yeah. separate. He was shooting into another apartment. Or right, like wantonly or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So up to five yeah. years in prison is what he could get. So because it had nothing to do with Breonna Taylor, they're really saying nobody's paying the price for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and should they? I don't know. It's you can't even consider the circumstances now. You you can't even say, well, wait a minute. You, you know, one of the one of the cops got shot, right? When they when they went into the when they went into the building, one of the cops was shot in the leg, so they returned fire. I guess that doesn't matter. Uh, none of the circumstances matter. Uh, whether or not it was justified doesn't matter. Just uh, you know, same thing with the with the shooting of the uh, uh, is it Jacob Blake, mm-hmm. who walked around his car, who already fought with police, who already uh, who was tased twice, got up, disregarded their their orders, walked around the car, opened the door, got into the car, and then they they shot him he was completely ignoring their completely orders completely ignoring. he wasn't at the grocery store mm-hmm. picking out fruit in the produce section he was violating an order where he was supposed to stay away from his girlfriend who he allegedly raped and nobody pays attention to any of those circumstances doesn't matter 
It just doesn't matter. Then on the other hand, what city was it in when those two police uh, pull over the guy and he was, I think he'd been drinking, and they were trying to get him out of his car. White guy tried to get him out of his car. And they talked to him for eight minutes trying to convince him to step out of the car. Please, sir, step out of the car. And he wouldn't do it. Step out of the car. Sir, we're going to have to tase you. So they tased him. And then they tased him again. And then they tried to drag him out of the car. And then he produces a gun. He reaches back into the car. Now, I don't know if he got the gun when he reached back inside the car or if he had it in his pants. I don't know. But he shot both officers and killed one of them. So should they have taken deadly force uh, measures before they did? Uh, Yes, I, I think so. The tasing wasn't enough. It wasn't effective. It didn't do anything to the guy or very little. Not enough to render him incapacitated. And so one of them paid the ultimate price for that. But you can't consider that. Again, that doesn't that doesn't matter. Uh, so now we've got people marching through the streets uh, talking about burning everything down. Uh, they didn't get what they want, so burn it down. In fact, they said exactly that. We didn't get it, burn it down. Here they are with that chant. We didn't get it, burn it down. We didn't get it, burn it down. Mm. Wow. Also, BLM uh, shooting at Louisville police last night. Uh, in fact, two cops were shot. But here's uh, here's BLM members, protesters shooting at police. Here they come. Oh, they shot! Shot! Go get them! Oh, they shooting guns at them! Real guns! Wow. They're blasting at the police. Blasting at the police. Yeah. Mm. Just part of the revolution. As they were saying on the streets of uh, Denver last night, it's a revolution. It's an insurrection. It's a revolution. Glenn's uh, TV special, pretty timely. The revolution playbook. Uh, and part of that playbook is that uh, impeachment and that whole process started even before the inauguration. Before he was even sworn in as president, Eisen collaborated with David Brock, head of Media Matters, on written strategy on how to remove Donald Trump. Right at the top of page 50 of their action plan, they write, the progress, uh, the progressive infrastructure groups we've built together were started long before Hillary Clinton ran for president. They were always intended to be the first line of defense and offense when we are under siege. End quote. Wow. You catch that? They're already establishing that Donald Trump's legitimate election put the nation under siege. It's also disturbing that their first line of defense and offense is not voters, not you, not better ideas, not a better agenda. It's their infrastructure groups that they have built. Wow. And again, it's just this is just opportunism. They're just yeah. taking advantage of the situation right now. Yeah, they've been organizing. They've been ready. Mm-hmm. They've just been waiting for a spark. This has been in the planning stages for a long time. And there are seven pillars of this revolution. Here's uh, Glenn talking about pillar number four, falsified voting results. 
you know, if you hammer home the idea every day for four years that Trump is wildly unpopular, and he does stuff, too, that people don't like all the time, well, it helps you create the perception that he could not possibly win a legitimate election, which helps you develop the fourth pillar on the list, an ability to quickly drive home the point that voting results were falsified. Recently, Democrats spent a couple of weeks floating, flooding the airwaves with conspiracy theories that President Trump is going to sabotage the U.S. Postal Service with cutbacks, closing facilities so they can't deliver all the mail-in ballots and time and the kids and no Santa and we're all going to be crying, oh, I want my broken toy. Anytime Trump has been critical of mail-in voting, the left immediately frames it as voter suppression. It all seems to be part of the groundwork to deny any positive election result for the president. I will say, occasionally the president is not helpful in that regard. (laughs) (laughs) And I will say one of those times came yesterday when he was asked this question. Win, lose, or draw in this election, will you commit here today for a peaceful transferal of power after the election? And there has been rioting in Louisville. There's been rioting in many cities across this country. Red mm-hmm. and your so-called red and blue states. Will you commit to making sure that there is a peaceful transferal of power after the election? Well, we're going to have to see what happens. You know that I've been complaining very strongly about the ballots, and the ballots are a disaster. Mm-hmm. And, I understand that, but people are rioting. Do you commit to making sure that there's a no, peaceful we wanna, transferal of power? We want to have get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very trans. We'll have a very peaceful. There won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be frankly. a continuation. Right. Uh, the ballots are out of control. You, you know, know it. And yeah. you know who knows it better than anybody else? The, the Democrats. Democrats know it better Democrats, than anybody yeah. else. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So that kind of spurs the it's flames. It, it just flames the fire. It just sparks uh, more of a uh, of a fire than was already burning. Uh, and now it's, it's burning out of control. Uh, I will say this. You know, he does talk about the uh, the problems with with the with the ballots being mailed out to people, and then the mailing it back, even if they didn't request it. So everybody's going to have this form. Well, police in Greenville, Wisconsin, just found three trays of mail, including absentee ballots, in a ditch. <laughs> this is what the president is talking about. It's just another isolated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Outagami Sheriff County Sheriff's Department uh, discovered the trays in a ditch on Tuesday morning near Appleton International Airport. The mail was returned to the U.S. Postal Service, and an investigation is underway. But voting by mail is so smooth; it's just going to be—it's going to be fantastic. Now I know he's trying to make that point, but when you say that we'll see about a peaceful trans transferal of power yeah can you just say yes just say we will yes. be peaceful right but it there's gonna be, be a lot going on right uh, democrats have already talked about challenging everything in court yes you have ballots showing up in ditches in wisconsin which you could mention yeah you've got you've got um uh, states like pennsylvania saying we give you three days to to count the votes uh you know to accept ballots in michigan they're saying 14, 14 days. days 14 days in michigan 14 that's two weeks after the election. So let me rest wow. assure you, reporter guy, or whoever was asking the question. You know, yes, 
peaceful? Absolutely. It's the American yes. way. But there's going to be a lot of unanswered questions on election night. And right. it could take a very right. long time to sort through this There's mess. just a better way to put it. There's a better way to go about it. And he's just not skilled in that area. You know, he's skilled at going back at people and not taking crap from anybody. <laughs> but he's not skilled really at the explanation of, look, the mail-in ballot thing is a real issue. It's an issue. And here are the stories to prove it. It's not that hard, really. It's, it's really not that hard. Uh, Glenn also on a special last night talked about uh, Trump not being the autocrat, um, that Biden really is the autocrat. Why on earth, they wonder. Why won't the president declare a national mask mandate? Well, I don't know, because it's not allowable in the Constitution. Isn't forcing every citizen to wear a mask exactly what an autocratic ruler would do? Answer, yes. yes. Trump has resisted the kind of heavy-handed responses, responses that the, the, the uh, pandemic has given the Democratic governors. They're embracing without flinching, and they're criticizing him for not being autocratic. Naturally, they get praised for it, while Trump is being blamed for the death of 200,000 Americans. That is the definition of insanity. By the way, Joe Biden now says that if he's president, he believes he has the authority to create a national mm -hmm. mask mandate <laughs> somewhere in the good and plenty clause of the Constitution, Bring he's it. sure. Autocratic for me, but not for thee. Come on, man. <laughs> Which brings us back to people being arrested for not wearing a mask, mm -hmm. which is already happening. We don't even have to wait for Biden. It's already happening in local jurisdictions. Uh, like this one in Ohio we were telling you about. Here's the woman. Traveled an hour and a half. Hour and a half to see her son play football. Seventh grader. Uh, she's sitting in the stand. She's not around really anybody except her friend who is wearing a mask, by the way. Oh, she's, she's with her family, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, okay. Friend or family member. Pe people I don't that know. she would be quarantined with. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't happen to be wearing a mask. And watch how quickly this develops. Yep. He just shows up. There's the cop. Get, get your hands And he's already off grabbing me. at her. I mean, he spent, what, two seconds? Before he started grabbing at her? And her kids get to watch this, by the way. Yeah. Right there. Their mom is being roughed up, quite frankly. For not wearing a mask. Look at that. And look, should you comply with the officer? Yeah, but for an American... He doesn't give her a chance to. Right. Look at this. And for an American to be arrested or be threatened with arrest for Let's not wearing a mask. a mask. And when you go to these games to see your kids play, you're talking with the other parents every time. You yeah. know them. You get right. to know them. And and to see this guy right here closest to the camera, arms folded. Yeah, just sitting there. Just whatever. I mean, come on, man. Are you for real? Uh, he's cool with it, I guess. And I like the school official or whoever he is in the purple yep. shirt there. So yep. He's probably the one that called the cops to get her out of there. And listen to this. You have the football whistle, the referee's whistle. You have the cheerleaders in the background. I mean, this I is just a sick video because it seems so normal. Just a normal Americana atmosphere. And this is happening. He has got her a in a chokehold. Screw Jeez. you, man. I will see your ass in court.
That's yeah, unbelievable. And this escalates. This escalates because we get we get a taser involved soon. But he may be there we go. It's just crazy. This is I mean sick. that is nuts. This is sick. Now we're tasing her. Yeah, now he tased her. <laughs> tased her. Which, uh, apparently, someone informed me that... Or, I'm sorry, it's in the story. The lady shooting this video says that that voltage went through the metal bleachers in affected kids. Jeez. I mean, this is insanity, man! But this could never happen in America, am I right? No, no, no. You can't be arrested. Is Ohio part of China? Is that like Ohio province, China? It was, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Look at this. And he's dragging her now out of the stadium, down the stands. I mean, look at that. There's a yes. big white guy carrying a tiny black Arresting woman. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that would be a different story. Right. Dra oh, we're in it together, right, guys? <laughs> I love that chick. <laughs> She's a little feisty. Oh, here comes another. Now watch this. And watch this cop. cop. Right there. Now she shows up and she goes, That's Oh bullshit. crap, I better put my mask on because cameras are rolling. Where was your mask to begin with, lady? You can't arrest somebody for not wearing a mask. Oh, oh well, welcome to America. Well, apparently you can. And yeah. they just did. Wow. That is unbelievable. Yep. And apparently she was really uh, released. Unbelievable. Um, I, I don't believe she was charged. She was just made an example of. You will comply. She was just humiliated mm -hmm. yeah. in front of her children. Yeah, yeah. Didn't Don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about that. That's fine. I That's mean, fine. we are scarring our children on so many levels. She didn't do any time. Relax. It's fine. Mm -hmm. She's just tased uh, at least once, possibly multiple times, but I think just once. Yeah. Uh, and then handcuffed and then dragged out of the stands. Because? Because she didn't have a mask on. Outside. Yeah. Outdoors. Outdoors. And there's nobody around her, but people she's familiar with, obviously. People who she came to the place with. Uh, and everybody else is nicely social distanced. And not helping her at all. Oh. I would like well, to Except point for out. the woman who's well, who's taping it, who's recording it. But, and she's she's making a little bit of an issue out of it by saying you can't you can't do that to there are a dozen or so other americans right there yeah i know that should the... have stood up because you surround that situation with all like-minded people on that side of the stands mm -hmm. she's not getting dragged away she's not getting dragged away you're drag all of us away i'd like to see how long the cop was actually there before he started uh trying to tie up her arms uh, what, was it really the just, I mean, two seconds? Because that's all we see is about a second and a half, two seconds, and he's on her. Unbelievable. It's I mean, just really unbelievable. Things you, you never thought you'd see six months ago. You better stand up, America. Yeah, it's time. It's time now. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Grand Leash coming up. <laughs> Gray. A couple other facts we uh, are finding out about the the woman who was tased, handcuffed, and dragged out of the stadium watching her son seventh grade son's football game for not wearing a mask. Uh, according to the woman who 
who recorded the whole thing, she also had not been warned at all for not wearing a mask mm-hmm. prior to the officer approaching her. So it apparently went down just the way we saw it. He just walks up and, and starts grabbing at her. Also, she has asthma, and that's why she wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I got Sorry, news for you. Sorry, we're taking you in anyway. We're all asthmatics now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's just unbelievable. Really, really unbelievable. Truly. Uh, let's see. We got some uh, tweets here from Munch. It's another hands down. Uh, it's another hands up, don't shoot scenario. Facts do not matter. Yeah, we were talking about the fact that in none of these cases are the circumstances considered. None of them. The Brianna Taylor, not the Jacob Blake situation. I mean, there are extenuating circumstances where. What did you want the cops to do? What did you want them to do? Uh, unbelievable. From B to Bodine, Trump should have answered the peaceful transition question the way the man answered Hank Johnson. Uh, we don't anticipate that happening <laughs> because we don't anticipate losing. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, it would be good. Just let it go. Yeah, Better than the way he did handle it, <laughs> which wasn't helpful in my mind. Look, the, the Democrats... It, we They are building their conspiracy theory that he's not going to leave office right now, right? Yeah, look at the banner on CNN right now. Trump refuses to commit to peaceful transfer of power if he loses. Ta-da! Right, and so they're making this out to be, yeah, you're, you're going to have to have the Navy SEALs. The SEAL Team 6 is going to have to show up at the White House. Black Hawk helicopters are going to have to put down in the Rose Garden. That's what's going to have to happen. Shut up. I mean, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, You're talking about bringing in the military to remove Trump from office. Don't feed their narrative whatsoever. Uh, so, yeah. That, so I wish he wouldn't do that. But Putin on the Roots uh, tweets, here in Lewis and Clark County, which, by the way, is oh. home to the mean streets of Helena, oh, Montana. wow. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, only, oh. It's home to the mean streets of Helena and only 35 active cases of the virus. I mean, you know, it's a town of 30,000. They have decided that all ballots, all ballots will be mailed out. No voting in person. Our county commissioners belong in California. Yeah. Helen has always been kind of liberal because it's the seat of government. Mm. And when you have government and government employees, you got liberalism. I mean, the population of Lewis and Clark County is 70,000. Yes. Like if the, you include the greater, the, the greater Helena area. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. 35 cases out of 70,000 people. 70,000 people. Everyone stay at home. We got a mail-in ballots. That is, it's asinine. It's asinine. I am going to the ballot, and I'm going to place my vote into the box myself, or at least enter it into the computer or whatever they have there. You are old school, man. I am. So you're going to your polling place in your neighborhood. Yes, I'm going to my polling place in my neighborhood. Or maybe anywhere in the county, because I think I'm going to vote early. Okay. And uh, I'm going to place it in the ballot myself with my own hand to make sure it gets there. Yeah. They're going to let you do that? Yes. Or they're going to have to drag me out, tase me. You know, put their knee on my neck and uh, my hands behind my back. And drag me out of their handcuffed. Okay. I may have to. I may have to have camera rolling. Are they going to have me vote? 
How about this for irony? And exercise my freedom, my constitutional right, in a mask. Are they going to mm. require me to wear a mask? Oh, the irony. I bet they will, yeah. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I bet they will. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to. you have to wear a mask where, wherever you go pretty much right now. Government pl- building? Yeah, I bet so. <clears throat> Government buildings oh. and, and private businesses <laughs> and everybody's complying and everybody's giving in and... Including me, because I don't want to make us. I don't want people to, you know, freak out over it. Greg Abbott, I'll be tagging you in something soon. Oh, he's really caved into this thing. I, I don't know what happened to him. It's it's strange. I'm over that guy. He was he was good at the beginning of this. Yeah. Well, so what what is it like? Um, a true test of character is you know when you're under pressure and back yeah. up against the wall. Yep. Here we are. And his true colors. Shine oh, it through. Oh, do we have the video of Christy Nome though in uh, South Dakota? Did, did I send that in? I don't know that I did. Shoot, no, I didn't. Okay, somebody tagged me in a video of her just out pheasant hunting yesterday. She's tough. Yeah, she's great. She's she's, she's gonna great. be a good president one day. Uh, let's see. We got this from Fancy Kale Chef. Uh, you know Biden's team set that interview up. Hmm. Set it up that way to prove you wrong. About the <laughs> about the teleprompter. Let's I don't possible. Know. I don't know. Let's see it again. Let's see what he's because because uh, it is strange how they uh, sent out just a little we piece of it. Telemundo viewers were asking you questions. Thank you. Happy to address you. Some of the first questions and you can hear. Yeah, Maria. Mr. Biden, you and Obama are responsible for a record-breaking number of immigrants being deported. How can you guarantee us that this will not continue happening in our communities? It took much too long to get it right. That's the fact. She's not there. Period. Number one. (laughs) Dude, she's not there. He's talking to this recording. That's just great. That is so perfect. Uh-huh. That is quintessential Biden right there. <laughs> yeah, but what was somebody else tweeted? Did, did, did you say the green screen thing yet? Did you say that? No. Yeah, read that tweet. So this so. guy thinks it was a green screen. That's why we were playing the video. Tom but- Perkins says, I still think you guys were right about Joe and the monitor. The video of the woman asking a question appears to be projected on the monitor. Yeah. Huh. Similar know. to green screen technology rather than yeah. being displayed on the monitor. I don't know. Rob Joe's had, not seeing her at all. Maybe. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. know. Rob had that picture yesterday that showed a uh, monitor that had a, you know, it was just a black screen. It wasn't a green screen. But I like the thought. I do too. <laughs> Let's go with it. <laughs> yeah. Green screen. Definitely. It was definitely green screen. Either way, he is He's out to lunch. Clueless. He's completely out to lunch. Yeah. I love also how the media right now is applauding his faith. You know, he's he's standing up for his faith. He's a, a real strong Catholic. He really believes in the oh. things he believes in. On the other hand, anytime Amy Coney Barrett's right. faith comes up, she is dangerous. She shouldn't be bringing this to her, this kind of ideology, this sort of religiosity uh, to what she does for a living. Uh, this is wrong. I... They're the same faith, by the way. They are both Catholics. Of course, there's absolutely nothing strange about that because Biden 
doesn't follow his Catholic faith when it comes to abortion. Amy Coney Barrett does. So because she's a real Catholic, not a cafeteria one, picking and choosing what she believes in and what she's going to follow, they hate her. They hate her guts. You must bow at the altar of abortion with this Democrat death cult or, sorry, you can't be a part of our society anymore. I mean, that's what they, they would like to get you out of our civilization if you believe in the right to life. And it is despicable. If you are a devout Catholic, meaning that you believe all the tenets of your religion, uh, there's just no place for you. I'm sorry, you can't be a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> it's just there's no place for you now. It's unbelievable. And it's despicable. And it's un-American, as so many of these things are lately. Uh, all right, 888-900-3393. And... At Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Just for fun. Uh, <laughs> we got to play this press conference from uh, Nancy Pelosi yesterday. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> She's talking about, I don't even know what, because that's not the point. Uh-huh. The, the point is Jerry Nadler is standing by, but not for long. Um, here's Here's what happened. Watch this. So there's Jerry. Yeah. On this subject, not Uh-oh. part of this package. What's going on, Jerry? Whoa, hey. That, he's waddling out. What, what's going on there? The Baby steps. <laughs> Baby what steps. You, what are you doing? What is... What is uh, he, he pooped his pants. Everybody Absolutely. believes he's walking that not way. Not a question. Because he pooped his pants. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. You pooped in your pants. I, Look at I pooped this. my pants. Jerry, you pooped in your pants. I mean, he's just—I pooped my pants. Why else would you walk like that? (laughs) Why else are you? Do your knees not work anymore, Jerry? What is happening, man? That was bad. And by the way, it was very important because she's talking about impeaching the president. He's talking about packing the court. (laughs) He's got to unpack something. And then he packs his pants. (laughs) He packs his pants. I knew there was a joke there. Uh, oh my goodness he's talking about packing the court and instead he packs his pants that's uh that's frightening oh that's frightening. you pooped in your pants I, I pooped my pants and and daniel one of the producers on the program he has an assignment today it's his job to call jerry nadler's office in tz to ask what that premature well, what the deal was what was that premature exit about yesterday at the old press conference yeah and why was he walking that way yeah why didn't up? he just walk out if he had to you know if he had to go or whatever yeah daniel you're writing these down he's got a really important meeting why didn't he just walk out why, why did he leave early mm-hmm. why was he walking in what appeared to be a very pained manner <laughs> and why doesn't he plan ahead and carry a little duffel bag with him next time that is Nasty. Because you know that's what happened. There's no other reason for him to walk out that way. Show it again. I mean, look at this exit. This is really, really strange. On this subject, not part of this page. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Got to win. Okay. I'm going to. Nobody look at me. I'm just going to waddle out. (laughs) Tighten that zoom, camera guy. I got to get out of this room. That's unbelievable. All right. We'll tweet that out at Pat Unleashed. Be looking for that because it is fun. (laughs) <laughs> that is unbelievable. And it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Right, it? that's the other thing. Yeah. He deserves it. <clears throat> <laughs> that's nasty. Oh, it is nasty. <laughs>
It is. Oh, it's time and to I'm hang it up, Jerry. Probably a bad person for reveling in that, but I just what? don't care right now. What? I Why? just don't care. Why does that make you a bad person? <laughs> because I, sh- I should have compassion for an older guy who just pooped his pants. And is trying to <laughs> steal away your God-given right, right. of freedom? Yeah. Does that bring I'm... you back home? <laughs> are, are you back with us now? That was good to laugh at that. Cherry uh... <laughs> Nadler. Ugh. He's just a douchebag. I mean, he's he's not a good guy. Yeah. And you know, it's a lot like it's a lot like Harry Reid. <laughs> he's apparently no longer full of it. <laughs> uh huh. His pants are. <laughs> His pants are full of it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me tell you about Omega XL. If you have inflammation, there's a really good chance that it is. Uh, messing with your your joints, causing damage there uh, over the over the long run, you want to get rid of the inflammation, and that's where Omega XL comes in. Omega XL is backed by 35 years of clinical research. It goes right to the inflammation, and it actually has an off switch that turns it off. Now, pain relievers, topical rubs, just mask the problem. Sometimes they don't even do that. But Omega XL neutralizes the inflammation that causes that painful, stiff joints and and muscles. It's great. Plus, these are just little tiny gel caps. Really easy to take. They won't mess up your day. And uh, they won't cause you that really nasty fish aftertaste that you get all day with some of these kinds of pills. So to get you started, order one bottle of Omega XL now and you'll get a second bottle for free. Visit OmegaXL.com slash Pat. OmegaXL.com slash Pat or call 800-844-4888. He's got no time for morons except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Some tweets here from uh, Kurt. From Kurt. And all the sheep in the stands just watching... Yeah, the poor woman who gets dragged out because she's not wearing a mask. Just watching her get dragged away, not saying anything. My scorn is dripping for these contemptible weaklings. Thank you. Where are the men? Where are the men in this country? Where right? are the men in this yes. world? What the hell? Have we become? I don't know, man. It's I don't know. It's true. a good question. It's a good question. One of the men was sitting right behind her and doing nothing, just sitting there with his arms crossed. Yep. I got my mask on. I'm glad it's not me. I got my mask on. <laughs> he doesn't say a word about it. What was he doing? Uh, I mean, glad you're getting her out of here. She's scaring the hell out of me. <laughs> uh, I'm a scared of her without her mask on. <laughs> Even though I'm not downwind and I'm 20 and, feet away. Right. And I'm wearing my own mask. Yeah. But uh, I'm scared. I'm a scared of her. Trisha Sanders tweets, we're all asthmatics now. Yeah. That's My right. new moniker. Yeah, yeah I just <clears throat> tweeted that out. Uh, make it stick, y'all. Fantastic. Larky Farkin, can you even constitutionally refuse to open polling stations? Uh, Lewis and Clark County is apparently doing that, uh, which is the, the county uh, Helena is in. And uh, they've decided they're not doing any uh, in-person polling. Yeah, according to Putin on a Ritz. That's, that's a good question. Can you even do that? 
What I don't know. I don't know. Disenfranchisement as the claim, right? Right. <laughs> right. Oppressing the vote. Wait, I can't go to a polling place and place my vote and just stick it in the little slot there? Please. Come on. Unbelievable. Uh, Tobin for Pope tweets uh, about the uh, the Biden controversy. Mm-hmm. Biden was a victim of CGI. <laughs> I love it. Very possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Triple eight. 93 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Donnie uh, Douche. I don't know. Um, is that yeah, his name? I don't know that that's his Is that name. how you pronounce that? Donnie think Douche? It is. I can't confirm, but I don't think so. <clears throat> Donnie. Oh, I'm being told it's Donnie Deutsch? Don't correct him huh. in the other room. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Spewing more. I mean, the, the hateful, crazy bullcrap that has come from this guy lately is it, it, despicable. He says there's no difference between Trump and Hitler. Isn't that wonderful? I thought that was verboten. You know, I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought you weren't supposed to say anything about comparing people to Hitler. Like that was off limits. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's the uh, where is the the Jewish defamation league on this? Because any time. Glenn ever said anything about Nazis or Hitler? Oh, they came down on him. How dare you? How dare you bring that up? Well, I mean, I thought we were supposed to remember it uh, so that we wouldn't repeat it. You know, never forget that meant something to us. But guess I was wrong on that. Anyway, uh, Donnie Douche. Oh, I'm sorry, Deutsch. Again, again, ah, you, you get this ah, hang up. Dang it. I mean, should I write it out phonetically for you? Maybe. Maybe okay. that would help, yeah. Like uh, like Donnie Dutch Boy or something like that. Something close uh, okay. uh, to Dooch. Du- whatever it is. Deutsch. Uh, what is the difference between Adolf Hitler and Donald Trump, he asked during an interview on MSNBC's uh, Morning Cup of Postum what? with Joe and his main squeeze. I'm not saying there's a holocaust, but when you look at the tactics, this is where we are right now. Jeez. How dare you, he exclaimed. How dare you with what our people have gone through. I I guess is Donnie Douche uh, Jewish? Interesting. That's interesting. Is there a number of people who can call about that? Yeah, it's right there. With what our people have gone through in history, and you see a man who is a dictator. Donald Trump? Yeah, the guy who won't dictate or mandate a national mask wearing situation for the United States of America, that dictator, <laughs> where he's letting states decide how they handle their own situation with their virus. That guy that is the dictator. Oh, hmm, okay. Uh, this is amazing. And once you give a man absolute power, he is possible. He is possible of anything. What? He is possible of anything? Does that even make sense? Okay. Uh, if you're a Jew in this country and you're supporting Donald Trump, you are not looking back at our history. And you are blind and you're walking like a lemming off a cliff. It's time to wake up. I'm sorry. There is no difference from what Donald Trump is preaching from what Adolf Hitler preached in the <laughs> early 30s. Oh, yeah. I remember all those peace deals Adolf Hitler signed with Israel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I remember those days. Come off it, man. Shut up. You were right originally when you pronounced his name uh, Donnie Douche. Douche. Yeah, you had Donnie it. Douche. You had it right. Yeah. God. That's, now that's, so that's a guy 
who is staining the memory of oh. Jews that died in the Holocaust right there. Absolutely. Despicable. I mean, and, and again, where's the Jewish, the, the Anti-Defamation League? Why are they not yelling and screaming about this? Well, because it's a partisan group. That's why. That's they just they don't do this with progressives. If you're a progressive, you can say whatever you want about Hitler, the Nazis. It's perfectly fine. You can reference him all you want. You can compare anybody on the right to Adolf Hitler you want, and you're just you're fine. You're excused. Uh, it's it, it's really it's it's unbelievable. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Okay. All right. Good times. Yeah, good times. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, we're like Kawasaki right now. We're letting the good times roll. We, we really are. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, we got the people who are shouting questions at uh, President Obama yesterday. Uh, which didn't used at, to be acceptable. At, at President who? I mean, at, pre- at President <laughs> Trump uh-huh. yesterday. It wasn't acceptable with Obama. Right, that's when, a good point. When people were shouting things at Obama as he was walking off, uh-huh. remember how disrespectful that was? Yeah. What are you you doing that because he's a black man, right? Right. And you have no respect for him, right? <laughs> but uh, check this out. It's perfectly okay with Trump, I guess. Mm-hmm. Leave for an emergency phone call. He has to I'm leave. He has to leave early. Larry finished. Larry's going to talk about. I'll be back. I will see you tomorrow. He's trying to talk. Shut up. We're at a time right now where Americans feel like we are on this carousel. I have a big call. Mr. President, you are protesting in the streets. What is your message to that? People feel like we are on this carousel where another black life is being. So here we have Dr. Scott Atlas. Wow. Uh, okay, you, you want to hear my message to people in the streets? Get out of the streets and go home. And stop the rioting. And stop the looting. And stop the violence. If you want to protest quietly on a street corner, peacefully somewhere, and you've got a permit, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But for these out-of-control riots... And the Antifa and Black Lives Matter douchebags who are completely out of control. Yeah. I had to tell we you got to stop. By the way, that's my message. David stop. Gregory, when the camera pans over, did you notice he's like, "Oh, got to put the mask on." Here comes <laughs> so the <great>. camera. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> the hypocrisy. Unreal. Gray Unleashed. Another mistake to call out. Uh, Keith just said David Gregory quickly put on his mask as the camera panned around at the White House press conference yesterday. Oh, that messed up. It was John Roberts from Fox yeah. News. That's right. Dumbass. My- <laughs> Get out. So my- I mean, that's just you look like an idiot. Yeah, you are an idiot. Wow. Get out. Wait, you, just, you might as well just leave now. You, you might said as well that just like go two or three home. times now. You're telling me to leave the room. Get out. So I can go home now early? Get out. I mean. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to punish you. No, you can't leave, actually. Oh. Actually, was... you got to stay. Oh. Okay. Uh, I thought I was going to go home early. Yeah. So my a, bad, yeah. Yeah. But I, lo- I love the virtue signaling. Oh, here comes the camera. Put the mask back on. Right. 
But it's a Fox News guy, so it's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, he thought he was still working at CNN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Krista tweets, uh, have you guys noticed that Joe has developed a cough right before the debate? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lots of people think he's going to come down with COVID-19 before Tuesday. Oh. I mean, he's running out of time. It's Thursday now. It's got to happen. If, if that's going to transpire, yeah, has to do so soon. Mm-hmm. Floyd Lawson Barber slash philosopher <laughs> tweets, uh, Nadler obviously had Chinese buffet before this oh, event. Oh, gosh. No, no, no. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Let's see that one more time. Yeah, we got to see this. Uh, let's see him scooting out of the uh, <laughs> Pelosi press conference. Oh, boy. Oh, oh golly. There it is. Okay, now what do I do? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Hold That's- on. That is not how he walks all the time, right? No, no. I mean, we we know that. Yeah, can can we start that from the beginning? Because I think he has this moment where he's just like, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Yep, right there. No. Oh, golly. What do I do? I got to keep moving this way. Here we go. Oh, boy. I'm going to just get it carefully. All right, let's tighten that (laughs) shot again. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. Really weird. If he didn't poop his pants... What is that? What's he doing there? What is he doing? I I can only see one of two possibilities. Either he did poop his pants. Yes. Or both knees stopped working at the same time. And that's possible. I mean, he's... Which is, yeah. You know, 90 or whatever. Uh, All right. Also from Lone Wolf. Don't those Montana communities need to be canceled now? St. Fauci of DeCeci declared it would be safe to vote in person, and you're not allowed to act against what he says. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Of course, Fauci has said both sides <laughs> of just about everything since this began. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, <sighs> St. Fauci of DCC, he was uh, being uh, grilled yesterday by the Senate, and uh, Rand Paul had some things to talk to him about. Uh, Do you have any second thoughts about your mitigation recommendations, considering the evidence mm-hmm. that despite all of the things we've done in the U.S., our death rate is essentially worse than Sweden, equivalent to the less developed world that is unable to do any of the things that you've been promoting? Do you have any second mm-hmm. thoughts? Are you willing to look at the data that countries that did very little actually have a lower death rate than the United States? Mm. You know, Senator, I, I'd be happy at a different time to sit down and go over detail. You've said a lot of different things. You've compared us to Sweden, and there are a lot of differences. And you said, well, you know, there are a lot of differences between Sweden, but compare Sweden's death rate to other comparable uh, uh, Scandinavian countries. It's worse. So I don't think it's appropriate to compare Sweden with us. Yes, we have... I, I think in the, in, in the beginning, we've done mm-hmm. things based on the knowledge we had at the time. And huh. hopefully, and I am, and my colleagues are humble enough and modest enough to realize are that you? as new data comes, you make different <laughs> recommendations. But mm-hmm. I don't regret saying that the only way we could have really stopped the explosion of infection was by essentially, um, I want to say shutting down. I mean, essentially having the physical separation and the kinds of recommendations that we've made. You've been a big fan of Cuomo and the shutdown in New York. You've lauded New York for their policy. New York had the highest death rate in the world. How could we possibly be jumping up and down and saying, oh, Governor Cuomo did a great job. He had the worst death rate in the world. No, you misconstrued that, Senator, and you've done that 
repetitively in the past. They got hit very badly. They've made some mistakes. Right now, if you look at what's going on mm-hmm. right now, the things that are going on in New York to get their test positivity 1% or less is because they are looking at the guidelines that we have put together from the task force of the four or five things of masks, social distancing, outdoors, more than indoors, avoiding crowds, and washing hands. Or they've developed enough community immunity that they're no longer having the Mm. pandemic because they have enough immunity Mm. in New York City to actually stop. I challenge that. Uh, Senator, because I I want please, sir, I would like to be able to do this because this happens with Senator Rand all the time. You were not listening to what the director of the CDC said that in New York, it's about 22 percent. If you believe 22 percent is herd immunity, I believe you're alone in that. Mm. 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 Uh, But wait, so wait, what were they? So, I mean, he's still he's still kind of praising what they're doing. He's still yeah. saying they're doing a good job. So, He's saying right now they're doing a really good job. Well, they have the highest death rate in the world. In the world. And he praised them months ago. He it wasn't now when they when the rate is is lower. It was before it was a long time ago when he when did he say this? I don't know, but he just he finally did admit he said, oh, okay, well they made some mistakes there. Yeah, but on July but 17th is what you have in front of July 17th, he said this about New York. Remembering, we can do it. We know that when you do it properly, you bring down those cases. Mm-hmm. We've done it. We've mm. done it in New York. New York wow. got hit worse than any place in the world. Yeah. And they so, did it correctly. They did it correctly? Worse than any place in the world, and they did it correctly? And But he did just say to Rand Paul, Bizarre. they made mistakes. Yeah. I mean, Bizarre. literally, literally. Okay, this isn't hyperbole. That man has taken a stance on on every side both of sides. every issue. Yes, he has. Including his own analysis yes, of New has. York doing it great and New York making mistakes. Yes. Yes, he has. And congratulations. That's our guy. And that that's the man. That's the guy we got to listen to. Worships. Oh my gosh, they And love him. that that's not hyperbole either. I mean, they're wearing they're wearing T-shirts with Fauci on it. Remember the person? That, there was a picture of it in their window. They had like candles lit and stuff, or what it was like. It yeah. was like some there was like an altar to Fauci. Altar. Thank you, a Fauci altar. Uh-huh. <laughs> what in the world? I don't. I don't know. I've never understood it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right. Um, let me tell you about Gabby Insurance. When you've had the same car insurance. Or homeowners insurance for years, you kind of get trapped into paying your premiums and you just don't think about it really. That makes it easy, really easy to overpay and not even realize that you're overpaying. That's why you should check with Gabby. Stop overpaying for car and homeowners insurance. See about getting a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have thanks to Gabby. Go to gabby.com uh, slash unleashed. And all you have to do is upload your insurance, your current policy, so that they can compare apples to apples. And so they'll see what you have and find you a lower rate. And they'll do, you know, they got the top 40 insurance providers like Progressive and Nationwide Travelers. And you'll, they'll check it out for you. They'll find out all the information. 
and then they'll give you the lower rate. Or they'll tell you that, no, you're already paying the lowest rate. So you've got that peace of mind. Gabby, customers save about an average of $825 a year. So if they can't find you savings like they did for me, uh, as I said, they'll, they'll just let you know that and you can relax knowing you're paying the lowest rate. And they never sell your info, so you're not going to get annoying spam or robocalls. It's totally free to check out your rate, and there's no obligation either. You don't have to do this, but if they find you a lower rate, you certainly can do it. Take a few minutes. Right now, stop overpaying on your car and homeowner's insurance. Go to Gabby.com slash unleashed. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash unleashed. Gabby.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, by the way, the New York Times, which came up with the uh, 1619 Project, gosh, way back. I mean, this was, you know, this kind of information goes back an entire year. How old were you last year? I mean, I I was so young, I can't even remember what yeah, happened. I'm not good at math. No. Subtract one, I so, over my head, I'm sorry. Um, so they've been working on this, you know, 1619 Project for a while. Um, it... It involved America. It's a major initiative from the New York Times observing the 400th anniversary of the beginning of American slavery. Last year was that 400th anniversary. And it aimed to reframe the country's history, understanding 1619 as our true founding and placing the consequences of slavery and the contributions of black Americans at the center of the story we tell ourselves about who we are. Okay, so it's just rearranging, reordering, redoing American history. Uh, they've changed that now. They've dropped some of the key tenets of what they're teaching our kids in school already. The new revised text now reads, The 1619 Project is an ongoing initiative from the New York Times Magazine that began in August 2019, the 400th anniversary of the beginning of American slavery. Not the beginning of America. It aims to reframe the country's history by placing the consequences of slavery and the contributions of black Americans at the very center of our national narrative. A similar change was made from the print version of the 1619 Project, which has been sent out to millions of school kids in all 50 states. The original version read, In August of 1619, a ship appeared on this horizon near Point Comfort, a coastal port in the British colony of Virginia. It carried more than 20 enslaved Africans who were sold to the colonists. America was not yet America, but this was the moment it began. No aspect of the country that would be formed here has been untouched by the 250 years of slavery that followed. Now the website version has deleted that key claim and it now says, in August of 1619, a ship appeared on the horizon near Point Comfort, a coastal port in the English colony of Virginia. It carried more than 20 uh, enslaved Africans who were sold to the colonists. No aspect of the country would be formed here has been untouched by the years of slavery that followed. So they've really taken out some of the really important parts of what they were trying to sell our kids. And I don't know if this is being revised in the actual schools or not, but what's wonderful about this project is that the Chinese communists 
have picked it up and are promoting the 1619 Project now, too. (laughs) The state-run media, the Chinese state-run media outlet, China Global Television Network, is promoting the far-left revisionist history, uh, known as the 1619 Project, affirming the group's narratives, such as how 1619 should actually be seen as America's year of birth. (laughs) That's great. Thank you, New York Times. Uh, You've given the commies some great anti-american propaganda really appreciate that that's uh that's great news appearing in china global television networks an outlet which serves as a mouthpiece for the chinese communist party the op-ed bar and trump try to rewrite slave history but fail in reality (laughs) also contains several digs at president trump and u.s attorney general bill barr the nearly 800-word piece finds, uh, hypes the findings of the 1619 Project, a New York Times-affiliated initiative, uh, with social justice narratives. Its central thesis is that America's birth year is 1619, and the Chinese are only too happy uh, to push that narrative. That's, it, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's essentially treasonous what's going on here. Uh, the New York Times cooperating with all of these initiatives, all of this anti-American propaganda. I mean, how does that happen? How do you get to a point where that happens? New York Times is supposed to be the paper of record. <laughs> and th- these are not facts. These are impressions of certain people that uh, they now print and just accept as fact. Just accept his history. Wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, the Democrats kicking and screaming right now because they realize they can't stop the Supreme Court nomination, which is why they're throwing such a tizzy fit over this. They can kick and scream and threaten all they want, but they can't. They can't stop it. And it's just a matter of will the Republicans actually go forward? With the nomination, with the confirmation process. I mean, the president's already announced that day after tomorrow, Saturday at 5 o'clock, I think it was, 5 o'clock on Saturday, he's going to announce his pick. Mm. Who do you think it's going to be? I, I'm starting to worry that it's not Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, really? Why? What, what are you basing I don't on? know. They're talking about this Lagoa woman, this, uh, this other justice. Is this, this the Florida... Uh, Hispanic lady, or uh, I think so. Yeah, I've lost my. I had a printup <laughs> yeah. of all the possibilities here, uh, and he's he's actually said it will be a woman. So we got that going for us. Uh, and you know, I don't know. Is a woman the best choice? I is I don't know. Is a woman a better choice than Mike Lee or Ted Cruz? Mm, I guess you can't replace a woman with a man now. That's just not done. You just can't do it, mm. right? Yeah. If RBG dies, you can't say, well, a man is going to fill that seat now because they'd go nuts. They'd probably be rioting in the streets over that too. <laughs> uh, I wonder who, you know, because <clears throat> Biden isn't telling us who he would be on his short list, you know? like Oh, he, he won't. He's so no. excited to fill this seat no. if he wins the presidency. Uh, it would be awesome if he would uh, tell us well, who, Wouldn't who, it? who would be on a Biden short list. And he won't. And he won't. Right. He will absolutely not. And and I looked it up. If if he wanted to uh, to to put Stacey Abrams, God forbid, in that spot, 
You know, I looked it up. I said, I wonder oh if she's gosh. had any background. Yeah, she was a tax attorney for like five minutes. <laughs> no, that's perfectly qualified I mean, that, I, I, for the U.S. Yeah. Supreme Court. I mean, that, why, why even have a nomination process? Why even go through the uh, subcommittee? Just put her through. Because he did say this. As everyone knows, I made it clear that my first choice for the mm-hmm. Supreme Court will make history mm-hmm. as the first African-American woman justice. Okay. Oh, okay. So that includes, that could include yeah, Stacey exactly. Abrams. Yeah, and and... Would also make history because it'd be the first uh, mm. unemployed individual who was uh, nominated to the Supreme Court, <laughs> Stacey Abrams. <clears throat> is she still unemployed? Sure. Yeah. What is she doing? She's I making the rounds. I don't. She's know waiting she's for a doing. government job. She's claiming to be the governor of Georgia. Wherever <laughs> she goes, that's what she's doing. He also said this about packing the court. It's a legitimate question, but let me tell you, I'm not going to answer that question because oh. it will shift all the focus. That's what he wants. He never wants to talk about the issue at hand. He always tries to change the subject. Oh. Well, let's say I answer that question. Okay. Then the whole debate is going to be, well, Biden said or didn't say. Biden said he would or wouldn't. What? That's gonna, the, this, this, the discussion should be about why he is moving in a direction that's totally inconsistent with what the founders wanted. They're designed, the Constitution it, says designed, so, if voters get uh-huh. to pick the president who gets to make the pick and the Senate who gets to decide. So that We're already happened. We're in the middle of an election then, right now. Right? You know, people are voting now. By the time this Supreme Court here would be held, if they hold one, would in fact, we probably, there's estimated 30 to 40% of the American people already have voted. It is a fundamental breach of constitutional principle. I'm sorry. He is the president. He was elected by the people. So the people did elect him president. And now here he is making a nomination. And then the Senate will confirm. Huh. That seems to be the process you just said he wasn't abiding by. And this man, Joe Biden, wants to be president, wants to uh, nominate the next justice to fill Ginsburg's seat. Mm-hmm. Yet he can't. Tell us who he would put in that seat? Crazy. Tells you everything. Absolutely crazy. Uh, all right. 888-933-93. Can you, can you drag the wheel of oh, cancel? Oh, you want the, the wheel of cancel? Uh, closer to you, and we can do the it, it, wheel. New improve. Oh, cancel. Okay. There it that? is. All right. And thank you again to... Who was it that sent this to us? Okay. Ready? Yes. Look how well that spins now. I mean, it is. That is a big-time wheel of cancel. And we're looking for story number two. (laughs) Jerry Nadler? (laughs) It is uh, time to cancel your lawn. Cancel my lawn? What are we... Help us what now? What? When most people think of lawns, Keith, they picture carefree kids playing in backyards, picnics, and well-kept parks. Perhaps they even feel a sense of pride at how green and immaculate their own swath of lawn is. Well, you know what that's about. <laughs> what now, man? <laughs> Colonialism. It's about colonialism. Okay. So, you bastard. Do you have it? You have a lawn, I suppose. I have a lawn, and yeah. I take care of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The traditional lawn, manicured, verdant, under control, now finds itself at the confluence of two hot button issues: climate change and indigenous rights. Some environment environmentalists environmentalists 
First Nation leaders, and even <laughs> hobby gardeners are calling for a different approach to how we view and treat the ubiquitous urban green space. Oh, no. It no. is, they argue, a lasting symbol of how settlers appropriated indigenous land and culture. Oh, I, can't, I cannot. I can't. And the rigid Western ideal we've imposed continues to hurt the planet and in turn all of us. The lawn, some say, <laughs> needs to be decolonized. What is a lawn but a statement of control over nature? No, 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 make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's the question asked by John Douglas Belshaw, Canadian history professor oh, at yeah. Thompson Rivers University. Oh, get my kid out of there. <laughs> That's a part of the settler culture. Okay. You see that river there? We can dam it. We can organize that water. We can make that water work for us. It's essentially the same mindset. I can reorganize the landscape, flatten it, plant it, plant lawn, find a non-indigenous species of plant of grass and completely extract anything that's not homogenous. That doesn't fit with this pattern, this green pattern, and control it. A backyard with a big lawn is like a classroom for colonialism and environmental hostility. I can't <laughs> take it. It's a world gone absolutely mad. De- absolutely mad. Decolonize your lawn. Jeez. Oh. All right. Oh. Uh, a spin the wheel. Oh, really? Oh, cancel. One more time, very quickly. Nope. All right. Oh, wait. No. Story three. Uh, three. Uh, it is also time to cancel the 1950s TV shows. What like now? Andy Griffith. No. Because uh, in today's uh, newspaper entertainment section, this was a few days ago, there was a suggestion that people watch reruns of The Waltons to return to a quieter, gentler time, if only it were true. As with reruns of The Andy Griffith Show, it's all fantasy. Apparently, the Jim Crow laws not only kept black and brown people in their place, but also rendered them invisible. And that's what shows like the Waltons and the Andy Griffith show promote. I can't take it. Time to cancel them. Oh. See you tomorrow for more of Pat Grandley.